Good morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with me today. As we get in the Word of God, look at it and allow it to transform our lives. It's powerful, is it not? The Word of God gives us principles for living. And today I'd like to talk about a very important one and begin a few days of looking at this the topic of educating our youth. This is summertime. Some people are making decisions about what they will do with their children this fall. <clears throat> of course, we know that one thing that has happened in our country in the last few years is with this pandemic and many of the kids being locked down from the schools and doing home uh, video school and hearing the instruction, this was an eye-opening thing for a lot of people. As they saw what their children were being taught in the schools and they'd kind of be listening in some or maybe even sitting in the same room while teachers were instructing their children, their children over the uh, over Zoom or whatever, a lot of parents began to wonder if that's what they wanted their kids being taught. And we've had historically in our country most parents have had a great deal of confidence and trust in the in the uh, in the public schools and of course as we know that trust in many cases has been misplaced and in many times has been forfeited so i'd like to talk about that a little bit this morning who has the responsibility of raising our children and i'd like if if you're a parent or a grandparent I hope that uh, some of the things we talk about today can help guide you in this really, really, really important decision. So we live in a day where education is important. There is no doubt about it. And we are shown all kinds of statistical data that tell us that a child who's educated will go so much further in life, make more money have a better chance of a successful family than if they're not educated. And obviously part of, we call it the American dream, but I think this would be part of every, just human nature would be to want that one's children to grow up and be secure, happy, and successful in life. We see how important education is in this information age and in the time in which we live. It's always been important. But it just seems to be extra important in these days that children receive a good education. And so historically here in our country and in the Western countries, and indeed now much of the world, it's been assumed that the government has a interest in making sure that children are educated. We don't want an uneducated, illiterate population. No one wants that. And so it began to be offered as a public education, a public service years ago, that children could be educated. This concept is not, it's newer than you think. It's only a little bit more, maybe 150 years or so old, maybe a little bit more than that. The idea of public education, that everybody could be educated, used to be something that had to be paid for, not by the government, but provided by the parents, and not everyone was able to do so. And so, so some... It was not uncommon for children to grow up uneducated, illiterate, or just having had a few years of education before they had to get out and get to work. And so this was offered as a service to people. It seemed as if prior to that, the wealthy continued to educate their children, the poor, their children weren't educated, and the poor stayed poor, and the wealthy stayed wealthy. 
as time went on, it was decided that the service we offered as a common good for all people. And then what was offered as a service, we've become a bit dependent upon it. Think of how Ronald Reagan had that famous saying, the, the most dangerous, I think, eight words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Be careful when that's the case. Because the government will often offer help and necessary help, help when we are in need, but there comes a price with it. And we found that the price that came with it in education was parents lost the more and more have lost the capacity to be able to be the ones to say, what will be educated? What are the children going to learn? In 1963, prayer, school prayer was ruled illegal. It was a simple prayer. It was something like in, in New York, I believe it was, Baltimore, wherever it was. They would pray every day, Father, where they pray, God, we thank you for this day, and we ask for your blessing upon our families, our school, and our nation. Amen. It was not much more than that. But that was ruled illegal. Indoctrination, forcing religion, establishing a religion by the government that children would have to pray this or would be expected to hear someone else pray this each day. It wasn't long. The Bible was more and more out. Indeed, people just wanted to mention God in a graduation speech. The valedictorian were excluded and not allowed, and we had a, an extremely secular education that actually became hostile to the Christian faith, hostile to the Christian faith in many, many places. There also came an attitude of educators, public school educators, teachers are the experts, and you're not. Parents aren't. That teachers know what they're doing. Teachers have gone to school for this. Teachers have been educated in how to educate. And you don't know. You parents, you're not adequate. You don't understand. You're ignorant. And so the concept became, it became from we're going to offer the service to a, a more of a socialistic or even communist idea that children belong to us. The children belong to the state. We have every right to teach them, even to the point where this past year or so we saw around the country that parents who were upset about what their children were learning and wanted their voices to be heard in their school board meetings were being investigated and watched out as domestic terrorists. Parents holding school boards accountable. How did we go from the school board was the, the school was to be the servant of the parents to now the school? Basically, these kids belong to us. Parents, keep your nose out of our business. Now, not everyone believes that, but believe but this has become the common threat, the common idea in the public schools. What's the Bible say? Look in Deuteronomy chapter 6, and we see a very, very important verse here. And it says this, These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Those words are given to parents. Parents have this responsibility of 
teaching their children. Now, they're supposed to teach them the Bible. They're supposed to teach them about God. And indeed, parents, this is perhaps your number one responsibility. Yes, teach them to teach them to brush their teeth, teach them to eat their vegetables, teach them to go to bed on time, teach them to play nice with other kids, teach them to be respectful adults, teach them character. But when you talk about what is to be taught academically, shall we say, number one responsibility is to teach them the truths of God's Word. This is the foundation for a proper education. Teach them the ways of the Lord. These words which God is commanding us, they shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. That's pretty much all the time. Pretty much all the time. Notice, who do the children belong to? Look in, Deut- in Psalm 127, verses 3 through 5. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They'll not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. Seems like children are entrusted by God to parents, to the one who bears the, the fruit of the womb, to the man who's uh, the, 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 the talks here about the father and it talks about the, the one who bore them. These are the ones who are entrusted by God, responsible to God, and dare I say, accountable to God for how their children will be raised. Nowhere does the Bible say the state or the government is responsible to raise the children. This is the responsibility of parents. God has entrusted children to parents. Parents have children. The family has children. Government does not have children. Parents do. And as parents, we have a responsibility of raising our children. Now, you may delegate some of that responsibility to someone. That's fine. That, that, that's not unscriptural at all to find people who can help in train experts, train uh, uh, children, teach children, educate children. But they, if you're going to delegate this responsibility to someone, you've got to, they've got to be qualified. They've got to be vetted. And to have simply to have a degree from a public university or to be uh, hired by the school board, which is supposed to vet them, is no longer an adequate vetting for who you want to entrust your children to. The standards our schools have now no, no longer require a person to be God-fearing, God-honoring. In fact, with the emphasis on diversity, there's tremendous desire to bring in all kinds of people into the school, many of whom have their diversity means they don't honor God. They celebrate what's sinful and what's wrong. Be careful, my friends. In Luke 6, the scripture says, Jesus said that a disciple when fully trained or a learner will be, when fully trained will be like his teacher. You've got to understand this principle. We don't, we don't think of it much. We think that a teacher only gives information, and they only follow the textbook. But remember, the principle, more is caught than taught. A student learns attitudes. They learn values. They they learn from offhanded comments. They learn from uh, the way a person presents themselves. A, A student 
catches things. They learn things from being around certain people that they look up to, admire, and respect. Be careful who you entrust your children to. When you send them to school, you're giving hours and hours every day to a teacher. Some of the most best days, hours of their day, and some of the most formative times of their life, you're entrusting children to someone to, to, to indoctrinate them, to teach them. Not that we say just teach reading, writing, or arithmetic. That's so naive. No, teachers give values. Teachers, they're constantly correcting. How do you treat other people? How do you talk? How do you interact with others? What's important? What are we going to read? What are we going to learn? What are we going to talk about? That's, that's what education involves. And so be, be careful. Vet who it is that you're going to allow to have that type influence upon your children. You better know because this is your responsibility, parents. So my point today, it is not the responsibility of the state to educate the children. They don't own them. Parents, you have been entrusted with children by God. You are to be stewards of them. You are to raise them up in the ways of the Lord. And that's your responsibility. You can delegate some. Be careful who you delegate to. Choose wisely. Watch wisely. The raising of your children is God is expecting you to do the job properly. Father, we cry out to you today and we pray for wisdom in the raising of our children. We pray that our children would grow to know your ways, know your word, that they would grow. Lord, you've entrusted them to us. You've given them to us. The fruit of the womb is a reward. It's a, Children are a gift from you, and you've given them to us. And how we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, give us the grace, the wisdom, the courage to be the type parents and grandparents we need to be. Forgive us, Lord, for how we have entrusted this to others, handed it over to others. Let others have our this prized possession. We pray, Father. Help us to be diligent in teaching our children the ways of God. Give us great wisdom if we ever, if we need to delegate any of the teaching responsibilities to others. If they, if our children need to go to a school or, or have tutors or whatever, help us, Father, to realize and vet, vet, vet these people well because we realize the, that we're giving them authority and influence over the children who you've entrusted to us. Lord, we bless you today. We love you today. We pray for our country. We pray parents would take back their responsibility to be good parents. We pray our schools would serve the parents, not the other way around. Deliver us, Lord, from having a government that thinks the children belong to them. The children are their responsibility when, in fact, the government's to be our servant. And come alongside parents and help, but not take over and demand allegiance from the children. We pray for this in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray today for us. Help us to shine brightly. Help us to be courageous. Help us to be filled with the joy of the Lord this day. I pray for each one on this live stream or who listens later. Thank you for them. Bless them. Fill them with your joy, your strength, and your power, and your love. We pray this and ask it in Jesus' name. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Over the next couple days, we're going to be looking more at this concept of education of our children. It's so important. It is so important. This is not a minor thing. Don't just make default decisions. Make thoughtful decisions, prayerful decisions about how your children and your grandchildren will be raised. So anyway, so thankful that you joined me. If you're new, welcome. We're glad to have you along. I hope that you join us regularly. We believe that making good choices consistently make big differences. So we're here every day to get into the Word of God, talk about how it affects our lives. Sometimes you might be inspired. Sometimes you might be challenged. I hope you'll always be encouraged and built up in the Lord. Hope you'll join us. Hit that subscribe, notify button, like, like the video, and tell me where you're from if you're new. For those who come back every day, I love you. Thank you for being here. I trust God's changing you. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with grace, power, the power of the Holy Spirit, the love of God, goodness of God, and courage to follow Him in these days. Remember, you've got something the world didn't give you. Don't let the world take it away from you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.